seats this morning. How's everybody doing? For those who attended Friday night worship night, how'd you guys find it? Awesome. An hour of just worship and praising our God. Yeah. Um, got a lot of good feedback just from everyone attending. And let me tell you, when we just enter a room and just got, give God glory, He has to turn up. Yeah. yeah. Faith moves Him. Yeah. Faith is the currency to move God, man. Yes, if you want God to move right. in your life, that's just right. move in faith. That's right. Faith is the currency, like seriously. And so. Um, I'm excited for this morning. Um, I'm excited because it's our last day of fasting. Yeah. For those who have been like, moping around today, like, <laughs> seven days. You're like, we didn't do 21. <laughs> but we did seven days, and I'm honestly believing that God has taken you deeper in His relationship with you, um, and that has revealed some things about you in the midst of the devotions, because it was quite personal and quite simple. Um, and today, we're just finishing off our series called Journey to the Cross. And how we, um, in the past two weeks, we've been talking about or breaking down why did Jesus come when he came and his journey to the skull. It wasn't something pretty. It was ugly. Yeah. Yeah. A good Friday wasn't a good day. It was actually a bad day. Yeah. But it's a good day today because he's risen. Yeah. Amen. Are you right this morning? Amen. Uh, and over the last two weeks, we've discovered that Jesus was not plan B to the situation. He was always the plan. Yeah. 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 You guys are right this morning. Yeah. yeah. That he, his plan for Jesus to come to earth wasn't just uh, a backup to um, Adam and Eve. It was always the plan. He said it at the beginning that he'll always, that he'll bring a seed that will destroy the enemy. Yeah. And that seed is Christ, and Christ destroyed the enemy. And today yeah. is a significant day for believers across the world because we're acknowledging that Jesus died and rose again. Every church in New Zealand is celebrating this right now. It yes. is celebrated together. Yes. Are we yes. right? Yes. What do you say? Uncovered. Uncovered. Say it again. Uncovered. Uncovered. If I want you to remember something today, remember those two words. Uncovered. uncovered. Every time you feel like you're defeated, say uncovered. Every time sickness comes over your body, say uncovered. Yeah. Every time that you feel like something is upon you and it's not of God, uncovered. Because yeah. the blood of Jesus covers everything. Yeah. Everything. Not just some things, but all things. His blood covers all things. Yeah. Were you right this morning? Yeah. And I was thinking about it, like, when just going over the, like, the series, I was thinking how we take for granted Jesus is risen. You might be going, oh, do we? Yeah, we do. I was thinking about it because we, like, we make a whole Sunday about it, but we don't live it day to day. Oh, come on. Come on. That's why I say we take it for granted. We take salvation for granted. We take Jesus dying on the cross for granted without even realizing. Yeah. I only know that because I've done it. Yeah. And sometimes it comes onto my mind, and sometimes I act like it's all good. But it paid God had to pay a price so that I can be free. Yeah. And we can take freedom for granted. Come on, Are we alright this morning? And I came to this discovery when um just going over the series is that if Jesus didn't die on the cross and never was resurrected, then the gospel as we know it today would be not the same. Yeah. If he just died and never rose, the gospel as we know it wouldn't be as powerful as it is yeah. today. Yes. Are we yes. alright? Yes. So we're going to discover that today and why we had covered. And we're going to go from Colossians 2, verses 14 to 15, it says, 
having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and yeah. powers, yeah. he made a public spectacle of them, yeah. triumphing over them in it. Are we right? Yeah. So he says, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us. The handwriting of requirements was a certificate of debt. Come on. You know how you have a debt collector today? And they send you a letter and they say you owe a specific amount. There was a certificate of debt that we had to pay. Yeah. We all had it. We had it even before we were born. The certificate of debt. There was a certificate of debt that we needed to pray, pay. But Christ, in all his goodness, nailed it to the cross for you and I. Are we okay this morning? Yeah, come on. So God, in all his brilliant, brilliance, stepped into time, suffered a gruesome death, and took the certificate that was sent against us and nailed it to the cross, telling Satan... It has been paid in full. Yes, yes. Christ didn't half pay your sin. He paid it in full. Yes. So if you think you're not worthy, let me tell you this morning, you are worthy because he paid it in full. He's not making part payments like we can do today. Come on. Are we right this morning? He's not doing part payments. He paid it in full with his blood. Yeah. Yeah. That's significant. Yes. Like, if we can walk out in this room today and live this life, like, God paid for my life in full. Yeah. I owe sin nothing. Come on. We're given to sin, like, sin owes us or sin owns us, but sin's been paid in full. Come on. Are we all right this morning? Yeah. I put it like this Jesus Christ opened up a blank check over your life saying it's covered. Come on. He just signed the signature on the check and said, your life is covered. Every time you sin and come before him, it is covered. Every time you come back to him, it is covered. Every time you feel like um, walking away, and you do, we do walk away, and then we come back, it is covered. There's a blank check over your life. Hallelujah. But with that blank check, I know, it part, I know it pays for our sins and sicknesses, past, present, and future, but then at the same time, it doesn't give us license to sin yeah. consistently. Yeah. Like if you think about it today, if we were to give you a blank check and you can use the check whenever you want, you'll do whatever you want, right? Yeah. You'll buy whatever you want because you know it's a blank check. But that, that doesn't work with Christianity. Like I know God's covered our sins, but he wants us to make a turning point in here Towards him. Yes. As we do that. Are we alright? Yes. And Christ died on the cross and was resurrected so that we know may know him deeper. Not just on a surface level, like, oh, there's Jesus. But he wants us to know him deeper so that we can come into his presence with confidence and boldness. Yes. Are we alright this morning? Yes. That we can come unashamed. Amen. Have you ever felt unashamed when you come to God? Or like, I should make not unashamed. Have you felt like you're shameful coming to God before? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. should, your sin yeah. shamed you? Yeah. I, I definitely know I have. I know when I came back to the Lord, I was a bit shamed. And I know the first person, that, I'm not telling you who did it, but the first person came out to me and said, where you been? <laughs> Shame. Yeah. But when you come to God, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who died for your sin, 
He doesn't give you shame. He gives you boldness and confidence. Yes, yes. He reminds you of your identity. He reminds you of your value. Like I, um, uh, Todd White talked about it a lot. He talks about it a lot. And he says that like the value of heaven, they spent all of heaven just to pay for the price of you. Yeah. Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who was at the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, he died for you and I. Yeah. That's a big price to pay. That's right. But that's how much he loves you. That's how much he loves me. And so the certificate of debt is now null and void for us. Now we can live this life of like, hey, I actually have freedom. Actually, the sin that I might be going through right now, it has no power over yes, me anymore. Yes, yes. Because that's Christ right. is risen. Yeah, that's right. He made it null and void. And so sometimes as Christians, we can live life like, oh, I'm a sinner, I'm a bad person, blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you and remind you, it's null and void. Because Christ has covered you and I. Romans 10, 9 says this, and if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, that God raised them from the dead, you will be saved. This, there's just, I know we've been speaking about it over the last, I don't know how long, but just believing in God, you're free. Come on. I know when church puts wraps around like this um, thing about, oh, we've got to do the Lord's Prayer, and then we have to take you through next steps, and then we have to take you through a connect group, and then you're saved. <laughs> Come right? on. But I know, I know those things are important. I love connect groups, I love next steps, I love coming to church and doing the prayer. It's awesome. But if you just believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that's all the requirement so your certificate debt is paid. Come on. Are we right? Come on. And then he says in the Colossians, how it says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing them over them. And this is where I think that, um, do we have that verse? Oh, there. Um, This is where I think it solidifies everything. It says Christ triumphed over them. So the word triumph means this, having victory. And I was looking in Greek, it says to make spectacle, to win, to conquer, to prevail. And then when I was singing about this triumph, Christ triumph over the enemy, there was this clear distinction that there's something different between him on the cross and him being resurrected. Come on. Come on. Are we right there this morning? Yeah, there's, some, there's a difference. There's a distinct difference of him just dying and him rising again. Come Are on. we right this morning? Come yeah. on. On the cross, he displayed it all. His love for humanity and the payment of sin was everything attached to him when he hung on the cross. But in order to triumph over sin, he not only needs to die to take sins upon himself, he also needs to be raised from the dead. Because you can't try over something if you just die. Come on. Are we okay? Here's the reason why he says we are more than an overcomer. Because he didn't just die for sin, he overcame sin. It didn't hold him down. Are we alright this morning? And so when I was thinking, why did did Jesus need to rise from the dead? It was this. It was to show that sin was finally dealt for. Because if Christ only died for our sin, it would mean he will always be bound in sin. Hello. <laughs> if he only died in sin, and that's it, he didn't rise from the dead, he would have always be bound in sin. But he overcame sin. But because Christ was risen from the dead, that was a slap in the face to the enemy. He thought he won. He was triumphant. He's like, yeah, I won, I won. Jesus is dead, Jesus is dead. And all his minions were like, all happy on that day. This Good Friday that we call it. I think it's called Bad Friday, and it should be called Good Sunday. 
That's this my opinion. But it was a slap in the face to the devil and a slap in the face to the minions that death and sin no longer has power anymore because Christ overcame. He triumphed over. And now because Christ has triumphed over, you and I can also triumph over. There's a big difference between cross, the cross and the resurrection. The cross was a, a display of his love, but the resurrection was walking in his love. That's how I see it. Like, literally, like, he died on the cross, said it's finished, was buried, went into hell, collected the keys back, so that we can have the keys again. The keys that we freely gave. Adam and Eve, are we right this morning? But Christ was risen from the dead on this day. And now we get to live this life of triumph. Yes. I want to encourage somebody this morning. If you feel like you're defeated, if you feel like things in your life have overwhelmed you, let me remind you this morning, you have a spirit of triumph in you. Yes. You have a spirit of over- overcoming in you. You may be sick this morning, and you may be praying, believing that God will heal you. Let me tell you, your healing is coming on your way. Breakthrough is on your way. Because Christ died for it at the cross. He settled the payment. So we don't have to ever beg to him anymore. We can just come with full confidence that Christ is going to do what he said he was going to do. He said it was finished. When he said it was finished, he was saying, sin is finished. Done. Finito. Sickness. It's finished. Poverty. Mindset. Finished. Depression. Finished. Anxiety. Finished. Everything that we struggle in life, he said it was finished. Now we get to walk in that power because he rose from the dead. Today is a significant day for us. Because if we didn't rise today, the gospel would not be the same. This will be all pointless. But he did rise again. Amen. And we don't just celebrate it just today, Sunday. You know how we put up Easter Sunday up? We actually celebrate it every day. That's right. Yeah. Easter's every day. Are we right? Yeah. Resurrection Sunday's every day. We live in that power every single day. Yeah. Are we going this morning? Yeah. It was in his death and resurrection that we can walk in boldness. That our sin, our past, our mistakes, our wrongdoings, our bad habits will never have power over us again. Because Jesus ensured that it will never have power over us. Imagine if each and every one of us can walk out of this place knowing that I'm covered. What the difference will make, not only in the church scene, but the difference in just your life, the difference in your work, that not only are you covered, but I always say this, I know I know, I say this, but the enemy you don't like is also covered. The person that you work with, Christ also covered. Yes, yes. If we can move our mentality like Christ covers me, yes, he does, but he covered all humanity. And imagine if us, the church, not the church you're building, but you as the church, me as the church, if we can walk out of here and go, I'm covered and you're covered. God wants to know you. The resurrection brings, brings um, what's it called? Brings relation, our relationship with Jesus alive. Because if Christ never rose again, like if Christ didn't rise again, our relationship with Jesus would be dead as well. But I'm thankful for today. When I woke up this morning, I was half asleep. Like, I was with us. Mm-hmm. And I was walking to the toilet. And I was like, thank you, Lord, for rising. Like <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just woke up 
just I was like, you know how you half sleep and you just know where all your doors are in your house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like that this morning. And I was just like, thank you, Lord, for rising again. Because in my mind, before I went to sleep, I go, God, I'm going to be so thankful for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Because if yeah. it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be standing here today. Mm-hmm. Right. My, my parents did an amazing job with me, but it was Christ who changed my life. Yes, my parents did say that. My parents did an amazing job with me, but Christ saved my life. Christ turned my life around. My parents helped that. Of course they did. Yeah. But Christ changed my life. Yeah. And Christ can not only not only change your life, but changes every person that you come into contact with. Yeah. I wasn't going to be long this morning because Christ's resurrection literally is just Jesus is alive. Yeah. <laughs> I know we can like preach like a forty-five minute sermon and do all this, but the simplest thing I can tell you: Christ is alive. Yeah. yeah. He's living. He's alive. breathing. And he's interceding on your behalf. Yeah. Are you alright this morning? Yeah. So I want to talk to those who are unsure about their relationship with Christ. Whoever you are. No one can tell you other than yourself. Okay? So being in a relationship with Jesus has died to ourselves. And I know for a lot of us, we know it's hard most of the time. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Like it's hard most of the time. So if anyone says it's easy. No, it's very hard being a Christian. <laughs> but it's something that we work, work, um, needs to be worked on that. Are you right? There is freedom in having a relationship with Jesus. And the only reason why there's freedom in our relationship with Jesus is because he rose again. There is no condemnation in your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You know why? Because he rose again. There is no certain way that you need to start in your relationship with Jesus. Because he rose again. Yeah. The awesome thing about Christ is that he just wants us to believe and allow him to work on us through this journey. And working on us can look in, look like a different way. It's not just in our own personal life, but turning up to church can help that. Going to connect groups can help that. Going next step to all the stuff that we have can help that. We're not supposed to do life on our own. And if you're feeling lonely in your relationship with Jesus, let me tell you and remind you, you have a community you can connect with. Yeah. Yeah. We have things for you and things for me too because like sometimes, like before this moment this year, I feel so distant in some of my areas of my life. And it's the only reason why is because I thought I could do it myself. Yeah. And I started to realize I actually needed people around me. Yeah. I have more people around me this year than I've had any other year. And the only reason why I need it because I understand I'm not supposed to be on this journey alone. Yeah. We're right. Yeah. Just like many others in this room, I have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. There's many people in this room who have walked with Jesus longer than I have been alive, which is amazing. But for those who haven't walked with Jesus or either walked away, I want to give you the opportunity today. Because Christ's resurrection doesn't just benefit the church, it benefits all humanity. Yeah. And that's why we have to remind us like, all we need to do is just believe. There's nothing that we ask we have to do other than believe. And let God just work on us. Yeah. The pastor cannot change your life. 
Yeah. I can help in a way, but not change your life. Yeah. Only God can change your life. Yeah. Only God can see you free. Mm-hmm. Only God can heal. Only God can bring miracles in your life. Only God can cancel well depression and anxiety of your life. Only God can. And so I want to make this moment for anybody in here who is like, yeah, I've kind of been missing with God. But I believe that he rose again for me. Yeah. I believe I'm covered. That's right. So if that's you, I know that, I know it's not the end of my sermon or anything, because we're about, we're about to take communion, but I want to give an opportunity before we take communion Come on. for anybody who wants to go, yeah, I want to give my life back to Jesus, or I want to give him my life for the first time to him. Can we just close our eyes just for a moment? If that's anyone in here, you want to just raise your hand just where you are? Even if you haven't raised your hand this morning, we're going to pray this prayer together. We're going to bleed together. Are we okay, church? Cool. Let's say this. Lord Jesus, I give my life to you in this moment for the rest of my life. I acknowledge that you died and rose again for me. Lord, Every person, Lord, I receive your freedom in this moment and forevermore. Sin has no power in my life anymore. I believe it. I receive it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Today's focus was just reminding us that Christ rose again. Today's focus was to come and surrender our lives back to him and just remember what he did for us. And if you did that prayer and um, you believed in your heart and you received Christ, um, anyone with these badges, like anyone with these, you can go see them after church. We would love to hand something to you and just um, partner with you in life. Um, if you're mad about it, you can messenger us on Facebook so you don't have to talk to us. <laughs> but for whatever's easy for you, it's all good. <clears throat> but we're going to take communion this morning. And what we're going to do, um, as you take um, the bread and the wine, or the grape juice, I want you to just be still for a moment before you take it and just remember what Christ did for you and your family and for every loved one that you have. And take two if you want to pray for somebody else as well. We're we right. So they're going to come around and everyone's going to just take it in their own time. You don't have to rush for anybody. Just take it on your own time. When you feel you need to take it, take it. So I want to ask the teams to go. I was going to ask you guys to come forward, but you guys look comfortable. So. <laughs> If you want to take it with your family, take it with your family, surround each other. If you want to take it with your kids, take it with your kids. 